start with something small, even like manifestation. Yes, start with something really, really small and manifest it. And you start building the fact that it's working. Like even in business, right? Like you show up every day and people start interacting. Okay, that's a sign. People are liking my stuff. Then you keep going and then you get a person who signs up. I'm like, for me, it's like you got to trust and then the evidence will start helping you like really trust. But we got to stop asking how. We get stuck on how mm-hmm. all the time. Like, how is this going to happen? How is, I don't, I don't know how it's going to happen for you because everything that's happened in my life has been kind of magic. I believe one day I was going to be a magazine. I wrote it in my journal for like two years. Here it is, right? Like I, I trusted that people were going to sign up one day and then they did, but it's just don't get stuck on the how and the when. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, we keep coming back to the conversation of like, if you are dedicated to evolve, and you're doing the work for yourself and you're showing up every day, you're planting mm-hmm. seeds every day. There's a harvest season, but maybe you're a bamboo yeah. that might take you five <laughs> years, or maybe you're a pineapple might take you eight years. And I tell my clients, I'm like, but if you are 1% better every single day, it's going to grow. And then one day it's just going to have the compound effect. And that's why they say the compound effects like magic, because it's just like, how did I have nothing? And all of a sudden 10 people signed up. If you talk to any entrepreneur on their journey that's like ahead, they're going to tell you, like, I, don't, I can't explain it. I showed up. I posted. I connected with people. I trusted people that one day they would jump in. And all of a sudden they did. And it popped. And it popped. Especially me organic. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how. I can't even write you a business plan. I just trust. I'm like, I'm lit up by this. People keep asking this. I trust people show up. And if people are aligned and ready to work with me, they will. But I'm mm-hmm. not going anywhere. Even if I don't have evidence. If you can have the mindset, I'm like, I'm plugged in no matter what it's going to pop. You're going to have a harvest season one day because you're planting seeds. Every content, every piece of anything you put out, out on the digital web, that's like marketing. And it's just like enough times people eventually are like, okay, I'm ready. And then they jump. Mm-hmm. Welcome everybody. You are listening to the Omni Channel podcast, a podcast from digital marketers to digital marketers. I'm your host, Dominique Legrand, and my mission is to help fellow marketers and entrepreneurs to grow their businesses online. So buckle up and let's get started. So for those that are listening, we, we forgot to press record. We've been talking for a while. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I forgot. Take responsibility. Yeah. So Alina, just give us a recap of mm-hmm. what we have been talking so far. Yeah. Uh, just for the listeners. Yeah, sure. So I'll just give a quick little background and then we'll talk about all things. Um, so we were talking about how I, I started in this industry. So I have a whole background of all kinds of psychology and marketing. I never knew what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to help with people. One day I saw um, where I was actually going to go back to do my master's in psychology. I saw a friend from high school being a coach online. And I was like, oh, my God, people are doing this. I went down the rabbit hole because I knew a lot. And I, at the time, I was a personal trainer. I was really into the subconscious mind and manifestation. I started manifesting things and things were working. And I just went all in. I started sharing every single day, like things that would work for me, tools. Sometimes I would share a story. Sometimes I would talk about my own limiting beliefs and what tool helped me. And every single day, I just put pieces out there of things that helped me, something to celebrate. So we had also been talking about, me, Dominica, about how, like, we, how do you come up with content? And I said to her, I'm like, if every day you have a mentality of, like, I'm going to live a life, a very intentional life, then every single day at the end of the day, you could ask yourself, like three questions. What do I have that I learned today? What's a, what's a something an aha that I learned today? What's a lesson? Did I make a mistake and learn a lesson today? Um, is there something that I can celebrate today? And every single day, if you live a life that's very intentional, 
and you're actually looking for stories and lessons and you're actually leading yourself intentionally, there's always something. And so that's kind of my process of how I organically grew my whole business is like, I posted things that I learned. I posted a story. I posted an idea, a thought, a quote, variety of pieces. And then we talked about how, like, I very well knew that if people are going to hire me, they need to see my face and they need to hear me. So <laughs> me and Dominica also were very shy and introverted and scared to go live. But I knew that this is people consume video content more than anything. And especially if you're in a service industry, people need to see you and hear you. So I had told her how I challenged myself because she was asking me, like, how do you become brave at being on live? So what I did, I believe in challenges. I believe in challenging yourself with doing like, even if you have to go to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym for 10 minutes. And if you just go every single for 10 minutes, you're going to grow that confidence, right? So I did a 30-day challenge where I talked about different habits, subconscious mind, fitness, all kinds of things. And so I have a calendar and I wrote down every single day at like one o'clock. I think that's when my daughter was napping at that time that I was going to go live for five minutes for these 30 days. And I announced it. So I had to hold myself accountable. I announced it. So every single day I did that. And I was telling her a tool that I kind of learned from Ella Robbins, the five-second rule, where instead of, you know, negotiating with your mind, which we do when we're scared, right? You see something you got to do, but then you wait, you say to yourself, three, two, one, and you do it. And the reason we do this is because we hesitate. So when you have something to do, that's really scary, even, even going to the gym, getting up in the morning or hitting live. If you hesitate in my belief, more than three seconds, Mel Robbins says five, I think it's three seconds. You will start to negotiate with your mind and all the fear, all the reasons, all the excuses will stop you, right? So if you hesitate for three seconds, it's going to be like, oh, people are going to hate me. There's going to be a hater. No, do it tomorrow. No. In my world, we don't hesitate. If you want to grow confidence and really exponentially grow your life, it's like you put it on paper. And when that time comes up, you say to yourself, three, two, one, and you hit live. Three, two, one, and you post the damn vulnerable story. Three, two, one, and you get out of bed and you go. The more that you have this habit and you just challenge yourself, today's going to be five minutes, tomorrow's going to be six minutes, and you kind of 1% grow yourself, the confidence is going to be exponential. And, and then as things become easier, I mean, we were also talking about how like we slowly add things on. So we start building our capacity to hold things. Like I was telling her how like at the beginning of my entrepreneurial degree, people are, degree, my journey, people are telling me like, you should have an email list and you should have a Kajabi website and you should have a podcast. And I, at the time that thought was all stressful. And I'm like, I need to first learn to be really good at speaking live and becoming a really good mentor and starting with a small program. And that's what I did. And I would run it. And then even with my masterclasses, I only started with one day masterclasses and now I've grown my capacity to four. So the moment that I start to master something, so let's say with the lives, you do a 30 day live and you've mastered, Hey, I'm okay. I didn't die after five minutes of being live. Let's next month do 10 minutes and you add. And then if it's too much, then you scale back a little bit. But if you're just adding slowly, and you do this technique and you write it down and you say three, two, one, your confidence is going to grow exponentially. And, and if you're an entrepreneur showing up every single day, what I like to say is you're planting seeds and eventually you're going to have a harvest season because people see you and every piece of you when you show up live is a piece of marketing and that's going to grow, right? The more people consume you and the more that they like, no trust factor is going to happen. So that's how I've grown my whole brand because I've never used a sales app. I never even had coaches like, um, you know, tagging me in places like it's been completely organic and it started with like $888 a month to six figures organically no website still have a small team 
but it's just been me disciplining myself to get better and showing up every day with a story of something that I learned and celebration and then challenging myself to do lives and getting better at it every day. And that and that's literally the key guys is just <laughs> something and master it, pick a time, pick a date, three, two, one, and you do it. And then you add when you get better. And this is how we grow. And this is how your social media will grow in every area of your life as well. Uh, I noted something that um, you might be able to answer for us. Mm -hmm. uh, I noted in the word noise, which is how do I filter out, you know, how do I just, you know, I see all of that, you know, website, the newest trend, and all of that, you know, to grow your business. How do I channel that out? Because that's so fucking overwhelming to see online. Yeah. So especially um, if you're an entrepreneur, um, we're going to talk about intentionality again. You need to be super duper intentional with how you consume social media. I'm on there a lot, but I will tell you right now, the only consumption I do is I pick maybe two people that I love to learn from and that is it. And my, and then my, even my clients, they want me to see something. They'll tag me in something. I am not scrolling at all. I am not just scrolling, but what I do, because it's, I, we all know in entrepreneurship on Facebook, it's all about connections, right? So it's not fair to be like, Hey, like my stuff, but I don't like your stuff. So what I do again is I time block. So I put 10 minutes around the time that I post something. It's important to be on there so you can comment back on people's comment. This is how you build relationships and interaction, but also with the mentality, like, likes, like, like, like attracts like. So if people are giving me love, I will click on those two people and give them love. And I will also, if like, there's not comments during the time I posted in the 10 minutes that I'm on there, then I will go on my feed, but I'm so intuitive with how I consume. I'm not just like, I really, whatever pulls me, I always feel my body. I'm like, I want to read this post from this woman. I'll read it. And I'll genuinely comment. Everything I do is genuine. And it, but mm -hmm. I have a time block because I know it, the whole social media is amazing, but it's also designed to keep catching our attention and going down mm -hmm. the rabbit hole and you start to overconsume, and then you start comparing yourself mm -hmm. and then there's noise and this person's doing this. And it's like, doo -doo -doo -doo. you have to trust yourself. Like we talked about how, what's your capacity, right? So if you time block 10 minutes when you post, and then you do another 10 minutes in the evening to interact with the comments on your page and then go on your feed and really genuinely interact or in a group, then you're not standing there comparing yourself. Like if people are not making you feel good and they're triggering you, remove them, remove mm -hmm. them. Like, you know what I mean? Find a couple people on it. I'm a big believer in having an expander or two, like people that you really love. Like I still love consuming like Oprah stuff, you know, like, mm -hmm. but I, I'm very intentional with what I consume. And I also want to kind of trail my own, like blaze my own trail here. So I don't want to do mm -hmm. what other are doing right and even I've had so many business coaches that I've hired that are like do this do that and if it doesn't feel good I don't do it so mm -hmm. trust your intuition and then if you're on social media if like really people are really like no I don't like this trust that intuition maybe that person is not who they are or there's just something about them that just not nobody should make you be feeling making us feel bad right so mm -hmm. find people that really inspire you and then have a time block 10 minutes around the time that I post, I'm going to stay on here and interact genuinely with people. And then in the evening, again, I'll come back and 10 minutes like attracts like I'm going to go give some mm -hmm. love people that give me some love. And this is how I've grown my whole business. I'm so intentional because it's, you can go down a rabbit hole and you won't trust yourself, right? You gotta, it's mm -hmm. gotta feel good in your body. That's how you know your intuition is leading you. Yeah, I love that. And uh, you're very much in, like in your intuition and you're, you're also very intuitive. I can imagine that. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have 
multiple sides of you like you said okay you know you're you're a mentor you're a mom but do you also have uh when you are reparenting yourself like hey that doesn't make sense when when you're all sharding that personality of like okay um my higher self my uh, right now who i am right now and how do i communicate with myself when i'm doubting stressing like how do you um get back to that okay because you seem like you're such a positive person like you are able to balance yourself out really well yeah how do you how did you master that self-communication sure so it's this comes back so much to emotional intelligence and something to understand guys um there is never a day or going to be days where you're hundred percent happy. There's always going to be something's going to frustrate you, trigger you, annoy you. Like even on your most amazing day, like my goal is always to be like 75% feeling good. Right. So understanding, first of all, like we couldn't have happiness without sadness. Like we need all of these emotions is understanding. We have these spectrum of emotions. So every single day we ebb and flow and it's about not, when you're in the ebbs and you're feeling low, it's not allowing the things, the stories that are creating your head. And one of the most important things that I've learned in my life when this happens is what, this is what happens when we're just having an off day. Sometimes we wake up and there's nothing wrong, but we're just feeling sad. Let yourself just have a sad day without going in your head and being like, what's wrong. This is where we go wrong guys. I tell my clients all the time, like the moment that you're having an off, sad, weird, neutral day and you ask yourself why, your brain is like, let me think of a million reasons why when you, that boy, and this is wrong. And then you start thinking about your business. And this is how we, this is how we spiral. Our, mm-hmm. our brain will use evidence from the past. It will creep up and then we'll start looking what's wrong. I'm sad. I shouldn't be sad. And then your, your brain will start creating all these impending doom scenarios. My business is doing well. And then when we get into the state, we start compounding sadness and then we look for more reasons to be sad. And then we mm-hmm. find wow. how your brain is wired. So guys, understand this. You're going to have sad days. Don't ask yourself why and what's wrong. Just be like, I'm a human and I'm sad today. And today I'm just going to go out for a walk. And today I'm going to take a bath. And if you're a coach and entrepreneur, you could just be like, I'm having a sad day. I literally post this, guys, even at my level. Like, today I'm sad. I'm going to take a bath in the middle of the afternoon. See you later. Like, (laughs) I'm so raw and authentic. So we're going to have these emotions. And sometimes we go through seasons, just kind of like nature. We're so much like nature. So sometimes you're going to have a season where you're just like really off and very uninspired. And I have that. And I, mm, I me too. Year and I had, I got the COVID beginning of the year. I was very off. Things were happening and I was inspired, but instead of getting down at myself and, and being like, there's something wrong and looking for reason. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped that. I stopped the brain chatter because it will create more emotions. The more you start thinking of something sad, the more emotions you're going to feel, the more emotional you feel, the more you're going to think of sad things and where you're going to look for things. The way you show up is going to be like universes apart. So just be sad. I'm, Hey, I'm having a sad day for a couple of days, you know, and then lead yourself. What do I need? It's kind of like, ask yourself, like you're a little child. That's what I ask my kids when they're just sad. Cause little kids are not just sad. Normally, what do you need? I need a bath. I need to cry. I need a hug. I need a nap. That's literally what adults need too. So mm-hmm. don't ask yourself why, if you know that intuitively something's wrong, you're going to know the difference. But most mm-hmm. of the time, literally 90% of the time when we're sad, we're off, we're feeling really weird, uninspired we're just having a human experience. And so we're reminding ourselves of that and being like, that's okay. I get to have a human experience today. 
I'm going to go take a bath. I'm going to do the things like a little kid needs. And mm-hmm. if I'm still not feeling good, you know what? Then I'm going to take space. Maybe I need to unplug. You know what I mean? And that's it. Don't ask yourself why. <laughs> Don't start compounding emotions. You're a human having a human experience. And guess what? Whenever we have an ebb, we get back into the flow. Like that's just life, yeah. right? I love that you say that because I think we we live in a culture where everyone's happy and the yeah. Starbucks, they smile at you. And everyone, like this toxic positivity, right? Like it's all good. If you're not happy, then something is wrong no, with you. <laughs> we create the wrong like it's so crazy we create it all but 90 of the time you're just the human having an off day and sometimes you don't even think about it like if you want to go next level mentoring yourself think about who did i hang out with oh i hang out with all these hyper people the other day so now i'm drained oh what did i eat yesterday food impacts us the things we consume impacts us and that's what making us really sad and uninspired and then again so like If you're having a few sad days and it's, you're still sad, but you've got things to do in your business, okay, how do I lead myself through this while I'm sad? Because I'll tell you right now, especially the beginning of the year, I did lives and, and coaching calls where I cried and my clients will tell you they were the most powerful calls ever. And I was so sad and so not motivated about life. And I'm usually like hype man of life. <laughs> and I had the most powerful because guess what? There's a difference between high energy and big energy. Big energy is like, I'm in my personal power. Even when I'm sad, my message is still going to come through. I'm still here. I'm still going to lead myself. But you don't you don't need me to be happy to understand what I'm saying. You just need me to my power. So even in those moments where you're like I'm doing all the things to make myself happy, you know, I'm eating healthy, I'm working out, sleeping, I'm still sad. Okay. How do you keep leading yourself to do the thing? Because this is life, guys. It's like this. You're going to be down and then you're going to be up again and then you're going to be a little bit down and then you're up, but we get to be like good in those low marks i feel like when you stop asking yourself why and what's wrong you'll be realigned faster i'm a big believer in that but the more you look for it the more you stay like the more you find low, like reasons to 100%, be then you stay in that energy right yeah that's yeah. so important i think that and i love that you mentioned that because again it's just our world is just wired to be happy and mm-hmm. you know something is wrong with you and then otherwise uh, i think we do spiral into that um How do you stop in that moment if when you notice yourself for example not sad but like you're anxious or worried like yeah. what do you do to snap yourself out of that or do you let that happen and you're like you know what that's just a human emotion i'm yeah. just worried because or do you yeah. let that spiral or do you stop that immediately depends on the emotion so let's say like okay so if i'm just sad i'm like okay, I'm a, i can have a logical conversation i'm sad i'm not going to go look for it because i i can tell the like intuitively nothing's going on in my life okay i'm just sad i'm not going to go there so i'm going to go for a walk i'm going to read a book i'm going to go play with my kids mm-hmm. i'm going to do the things that make me elevate my vibe right you know hormones are very real like get some sun on your face it's going to release serotonin and oxytocin go work out we know those things but let's say i'm having a panic attack like something happened in my business and i'm really stressed or in my relationships then i have different tools right so i mm-hmm. i believe in eft i believe in tapping mm-hmm. i believe also like literally just driving somewhere and screaming my head off <laughs> and just removing that at like mm-hmm. something else i wanted to say emotion literally means energy and emotion It's mm-hmm. a peptide dagger at least and it just goes. It's when we start to ask ourselves why or compound it and like then it mm-hmm. stays there. But if you feel it, so these are different things you can do. I can do EFT. I can mm-hmm. sit there and I can close my eyes and just breathe. I'm a big believer in breath work too. Like just breathing. You know what I mean? Um, other things I can do is scream, EFT, breathing, um, 
I, I can go get, I can call my coach. I can go in my mastermind. I can go see my partner. Hey, I just hug me right now. Hugging someone in a panic attack helps, right? So there's, mm-hmm. I have all these tools. So that's mm-hmm. why like, I think even as a mentor, what makes this amazing is the fact that like, I still show that I'm real and I go through things that you go through, but I lead myself and I get on the other side. But if do I you teach that, like, by the way, do, do you have programs where you teach? How do you, how do yeah. we deal with those emotions? And just 100%. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Goddess Code is one of my emotional intelligence program and then my magnetic mind, too. So I teach EFT mm-hmm. there, different work um, and a lot of mindset work, because you know what happens? And I've noticed, too, as you evolve, you less use your tools and you start to become so conscious. I find like my consciousness and my like awareness of my emotions and like my thoughts has become so profound now that like. I don't really have to go and tap right away unless something serious has happened. I'm like, oh my God, but I can literally be like, oh my God. Okay. So I'm having an emotion, but I look around like something you can tell yourself, like nothing's happening to me now. I'm I like, there's no one around me. I'm safe. So I'll even like repeat affirmations. I'm guided. I'm protected. I'm safe. I'm going to be okay. I'll repeat that. I'm going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And I can have cognitive conversations now. And then Mm -hmm. once the anxiety dissipates, then I'm like, okay, now I'm kind of neutral, sad. Okay. Now what do I need? I need a nap. (laughs) I need a cry. I need a cry. But whatever emotions you're feeling, feel them. That's what it Mm -hmm. is. It's about really feeling them. So yell, not a people, punch a, punch a pillow, go work out, go scream in a forest, EFT, breathe, mm-hmm. take yourself mm-hmm. through the process. And this is like all Google. Like you can literally Google, which are ways to process my emotions? Just feel them. Mm-hmm. And you start to feel like the really high ones, the anger, the stress, mm-hmm. you neutralize them with EFT screaming. You move through the emotions, then you're going to be more sad. And sadness is a beautiful emotion to get to because you are more clear headed. And then you can start mm-hmm. thinking cognitively and having a conversation with yourself being like, okay, so what's going on? What is actually wrong? And if there's something wrong, three, two, one, you go handle it. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong. It's like, okay, maybe this is a compound emotions. Maybe I was triggered by something. There's, we have so much trauma in the body and the sound of a child could trigger you into like, I want to kill someone. Like literally like sounds trigger people, the way people look trigger people. And, And it's like, even when I do healing work with people, I'm like, it's not about figuring out all the trauma. It's just pay attention to like things that really trigger you. There's something there, but then it's just, And then, so then you feel the emotions when you're triggered. Okay. I'm sad. Now think about, okay, what was that about? Um, Maybe this was because I used to get in trouble because my little kid used to scream. So every time I hear a little kid scream, I freak out and I have a panic attack and you start coaching yourself. Like even in my Mm -hmm. coaching, even as a coach, my, my, like the way that I want to coach people is I want people to become leaders of themselves. I don't want people to need people. I'm not a mothering coach. I'm a feminine coach where I'm like, walk with me. I teach you things, but we're walking together. I'm not a mothering coach where I'm like, hey, did you do this? Let me lift you off the ground because mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. empowering you. I want to teach people to rise. So we do a lot of mindset work, but we also talk about the tools. And the more that you use the tools, you're going to need them less and less because you're going to realize, okay, I'm triggered. Okay, what do I do? You immediately go into the toolbox. Take That's- into your toolbox and then have a rational conversation and really ask yourself, is there something wrong? Is my business failing? No, I just had irrational thoughts because I had an impending emotion. And then, and then you realign yourself. And then when you're sad, go walk. What are the things that make you happy when you're sad? It's literally like think of a child. I need a nap. I need a it's cry. Incredible. Right? And that's it. And then we become better at leading ourselves, right? Um, 
it's so incredible because I, I do love psychology, right? So I went through so much shit. Like that's like, I am INFJ. We study, we learn, we read for fun. Like that's our fun time, right? But but at the same time, what I do see is that more I know, the more it's like, okay, so I have this schema and that's you know, acting up. So, okay, that's not reality. That's a distortion. So I'm, getting to a level of I don't know if it's like a um, high consciousness or like I don't even where is it going but I look at my partner who doesn't care about any of this and he when he's sad he's sad he doesn't care to ask himself why am I sad he's just is right <laughs> and I don't know if it's our it's our nature to like overanalyze everything that's happening right. to us or it's just men are like just simple creatures and they don't care. <laughs> no, we are the more emotional beings. We are wired differently. Men do care. But I'll tell you something. Um, men, are, if they come with to you with an emotion, they're ready to fix something and they really need help. But men are very independent. Women are the ones like, this is why we go to the bathrooms together and do all these things together. And this is why women in self-development are like, how do I get my husband to do it? I'm like, you do it for yourself because men like to do things alone. And the moment that a man comes to you with an emotion, it's because now he needs help to fix it. Um, mm -hmm. we women, we are emotional. We feel things more. We're more empathetic. We're, we are so wired differently. Like we're universes apart mm -hmm. with the emotions. Right. Um, but we do analyze, but I think also a lot of women don't understand feminine energy and they, they think that feminine energy is mothering energy. And a lot of us, even if you don't, if you're not a mother, a lot, most women operate in mothering energies because we mm -hmm. learned from a mom that what makes a woman is a mom. Your mom never mm -hmm. taught you how to be a woman or a goddess. Your mom taught you how to be a mother. And a lot mm -hmm. of us also have siblings where we took on a mothering role to bond with our mom. And we got into this role that like, ooh, to be an amazing, powerful woman, I must be a mother. So I tell everybody what to do. And I'm always fixing mothering energy. Mm -hmm. fixing. So when you're emotional, it's not right. I need to fix it. I need to fix it. Mm -hmm. And again, emotions are not anything to be fixed. It's to be felt. And this is feminine energy. Feminine energy is like, I'm going to feel my emotions. Mothering energy is why we always need to fix it. What's wrong? Why am I like this? Fix it, fix it, fix it. And the more we try to fix it, the more we compound emotions. And Dude, they I'm so guilty of that. I'm yeah, <laughs> we all are. I see women mothering everybody, including themselves, including their own mothers. And it's like, but this is the fixing. They just want to fix, fix, fix. There's nothing wrong with your emotions. My, I've had teenagers tell me like, oh, I'm bipolar. No, you're normal. <laughs> you're normal. Like, but one day I'm sad. One day I'm like this. And one day I'm like this, especially teenagers with the hormones. I'm like, yeah, that's normal. I have those too. But I don't judge myself. I'm telling you, it's mm -hmm. the, the second you ask what's wrong with me. How do I fix it? We stay in it longer. If you mm -hmm. can just realize, okay, there's actually nothing wrong in my life, but I'm having all this like emotions. I'm just having an emotion. Let me have an emotion feel it, watch a sad movie and cry to it, go yell, go work out, it will dissipate. And then the thoughts will go away. And then you can start realigning yourself. But the fixing thing is because most women are operating in masculine energy. And again, it's the whole like, there's something wrong. I'm, and, and you keep saying how like the whole world operates on toxic positivity. Yeah, that's why we keep asking ourselves, if I'm sad, and I'm not happy, like everybody else is on social media, there must be something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. No, that's why even in my social media, I'm so raw and authentic because I want never, everyone, no one to ever think that they're going to be happy every single day. No, <laughs> they're not. It's part of the human experience. So stop fixing. I'm telling you, you will realign better to like feeling good again. You're going to realign 
faster when you stop asking what's wrong with you and trying to fix your emotion that's actually just needing to be released and to be felt. So how do you feel your emotions? You cry, you breathe, you maybe you're going to punch something, maybe you're going to hit something, never people guys, but like something and you release that emotions, you'll be more neutral. You'll have a cognitive conversation with yourself. Oh yeah, I had a human moment. Okay, cool. Now what I want to do is feel even better. I'm going to go do that and you're going to realign. That's so incredible. And I love those techniques. <laughs> For yeah. me, I do have the emotional deprivation shame also. I'm like very blunt. So yeah. I cannot be extremes. For me, I there's no extreme sadness or yeah. there's no super happy joyfulness. So I'm always liking somewhat in the middle. So <laughs> how do you fix that? <laughs> no, no, you don't need to fix that. No one can fix that. But I will say like, if you allow yourself to feel those, I'm sure they're in there like to get. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that too. I've learned this learning emotional intelligence too. The more you allow yourself to have the, the, the bigger emotions, then you're going to be able to access the higher emotions. It's like kind of the duality with the world too. Mm -hmm. And I this again, like you want all the fame, you want people to love you, you want the legacy. Can you hit, if, can you handle if you fall on your face and get back up? Mm -hmm. Because if you can, I'm a big believer. The universe is like, I will give you all this. But again, it's like, if you can't handle the low emotional frequencies you're not going to be able to access the high ones. you got to be mm -hmm. able to hold polarity all the time. And then again, it's just that understanding, like that's the human experience. We get sad, mm -hmm. we get angry, we get jealous. Like no one's in enlightened, not even Oprah. Like they all go through it. I'm pretty sure I heard Oprah say that she cries like every other day. Like it's good for <laughs> the soul. <laughs> and then she realigns because instead of sitting there being like, what's wrong? There's something wrong. Compounding emotions. I'm now sad, angry, more angry. Now I'm stressed. When all I could have done to myself is like, okay, I'm sad. What do I need? I need a bath and a chicken, like a bowl of soup. And I need to sit on the couch today and cry. You're going to realize incredible. that. Yeah. And it's great. It's incredible. How like percentage, percentage wise, like when it comes to the mindset of what you do, mm -hmm. how many of that is the mindset versus the actual action? Like, oh, all of it, because right? I think you're super passionate about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I can. I know that you can go on forever, and because I can feel your passion through the, the you know, the call, video. Yeah. the video call. I just wanted to say Zoom call, but I was like, no, it's not Zoom. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so how do you like mindset-wise the success in your life? Or how do you like personage-wise, like action versus mindset? Mm -hmm. all of it's needed right so when we talk about alignment it's like alignment I'm I'm thinking I'm believing I'm walking and and believing and trusting in alignment with the things that I want so it's every single day this is we're co-creating this is why I got a lot into feminine energetics because I mm -hmm. it's like you got to do things in your life but then there are times where you have to lean back and you got to be in your life. And these are the times where we have introspection. This is the time where we lean back and receive the things, right? So it's more or less like, what's your goal? Like, I want to build my influence and audience, right? So then you ask yourself, what's in alignment with that? What's the action I got to take? Well, I got to show up and I got to post. That's the action. So you do that. Mm -hmm. And then the feminine energetics is like, I do the thing and now I lean back and trust that what I just put out there someone's going to find it. The universe is going to respond. Manifestation is co-creation, but we go first. So what do I want? Hey, universe, I want blah, blah, blah. 
Okay, so I want to become influential. I'm going to start posting going live. Then you lean back and you trust the universe is going to send you someone that wants to interview on the podcast like you. Like I manifested you. We manifested each other for a reason. I believe that. I believe, okay, if I want something and I take the first action, something's going to respond to me. And then when I get a response, so again, like the universe is like, hey, go live today about this topic. Three, two, one. I go live. Then I lean back and trust. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I do it again. And then it's like the people start coming, right? I'm building an audience, but I'm doing something. You're going back and forth, yin and yang. Like it's like, what's the action? Lean back and trust and get a response. Maybe the universe gives you an idea, a download idea. Like you're like, I want to be a multimillionaire. Okay. And you put it out there and all of a sudden an idea comes through your mind. Mm-hmm. Go on it, go act on it. I hired a coach. There's your action. And then you do the work and you, you're just mm-hmm. kind of balancing back and forth, but there's action every day, but then there's mm-hmm. time to be and to listen and to pay attention to the signs and then trust, hey, I went live today. I put my best word forward. Now I'm going to lean back and trust that the universe is going to send me a person, a something that's going to mm-hmm. respond to this thing. And then you go back and forth. But they're both important. Like law of mm-hmm. attraction, like it's you got to take action and you got to lean back and trust and believe that like it's going to be better than it could that you could even fathom. That's how I believe. Like mm-hmm. trust, trust, trust. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's incredible, and it's working. So obviously, yeah. doing something right. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm so passionate. I'm like, the world needs to know this. <laughs> yeah, they need to, and they will. Of course, they will. They will see this episode now that we started recording. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed about that. <laughs> it's all meant to be. That's beautiful. Honestly, I just yeah. believe everything. If it's authentic, it's it's gonna work out. It's gonna work. Can you tell us about your upcoming workshop? Sure. So I will be having a masterclass that's going to be launching, I hope, in a week. Um, I'm waiting for graphics. And then I'm going to be launching on the back end of that YouTube video. So now people can start to binge on me on the YouTube. But it will be in my Facebook group, the High Performance Coaching Community. So you guys can Mm -hmm. check that out right now. So I just finished a program. I love to finish a program and then start channeling the next thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But it will be a lot to do with entrepreneurship and uh leading yourself and all the things actually I have a great yeah. idea I, don't want to, I can't give the name away guys yet I love to do a curiosity <laughs> type in my business but there will be a master class that like hopefully in the next two weeks you will see me launch it'll be a three four day master class and there'll be gold it'll be gold so I believe if I'm going to do something it's got to be the best <laughs> otherwise like what's the point right yeah do, do these names come to you by the way because they're fucking awesome <laughs> yeah they do and sometimes I stress because sometimes I'm like I get an idea and then I'm like, what's the name for? Or they sometimes I get a name and I'm like, but what am I supposed to teach about it? And I, and again, this is the trust thing. So I just trust and I'm like, it's going to come through at the right time. So I never get ideas, guys, sitting on my computer or when I'm just writing notes or I, I get inspired when I'm moving around. Right. So mm-hmm. I this is how my process with the universe is like, okay, universe, I want to, I want to do a master class about a topic and I put it out there. And then I go live my life. So this is a feminine energy. I lean back and I go live my life. And I sw- I'll just get an idea. I went to chapters the other day and I, and I got like, I saw a book title for something. And I was like, oh my God, it's an idea for another masterclass. And I'll write it down. But I, I'm always paying attention because the fact is I, I asked for something. Now I got to pay attention and feel into my body when something excites me. Because I'm like, there's, there's the nudge. There's the idea. And it will just come through. I'm so intuitive. I'm not batching content. I'm not batching anything. Even in my programs, I run them live because I'm a big believer that what's needed to come through will, will come through we'll come. and then the and then the people that are in there that are aligned to be there there's a reason and they're going to ask me questions that's going to make the pro- pro- program so much more powerful and it always works out that way 
Same with my life. Like, I can build out. Yeah. Like I'll have an idea for a program, but as I'm launching it too, I'll start getting ideas. Cause you know, your, your brain, the reticular activating system, that's another actual science term. Like your brain will start looking. So if I'm trying to create a program on discipline, now all I'm thinking about is how, what makes me disciplined? What makes people disciplined? Mm-hmm. I'll read chapters and I'll see a book. I'll hear an idea. I'll see a post. And it's like the universe starts to send you everything on your path that's related to that topic. And if you pay attention, you got your Google Drive and your notes, then you're going to start mm-hmm. putting things in there. And, then, and that's how I build out everything. I just keep putting things in. I get an idea. I'm out my, on my bike. I'm like, oh, what makes me disciplined? And a story will come through. I'll write it down. Mm-hmm. Start building it that way. The it's moment. Incredible. Yeah. The second you focus on a topic, your brain will show you it. Just everywhere. start moving. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's trust. Incredible. That's the feminine energy. It's the hardest energy to explain. How do we learn that? I wanted to ask you, there's a final question for you. Like, how do we learn it? Because they're not taught in school. No. They can, we can learn it in your program, obviously. Like a lot, I have a lot of free stuff. And I actually, there's a manifestation masterclass. It's in my, um, the guide section of my group. You guys can go check that out. I'll be doing other free things too. Even when I do free things, I'll repackage it later. So people get to still access it. Um, but just, this is what the one thing that I was talking to my client about how we're not taught is just to trust our intuition. This is something that we're not taught. And again, the reason that we're all operating in overdrive masculine energy is because it's just like, we feel like the more we do, the more results we have. But then you know what we do is we close off magic and miracles because I can't tell you how many people are going to sign up for my program. You can't Mm -hmm. tell me on math how many people are going to show up my program, but I can believe and I can trust that like hundreds could like Mm -hmm. a thousand could anything is possible, right? My job is taking the action. I have the idea, I create the idea, and I put it out there. Then the feminine energy is now I lean back and I trust that the mm-hmm. universe is going to send me the right people. The line people are going to see that are meant for me going to come. And this is how it always works. Like people come to my mask. like, I found you the first time. I've been watching you for a year. And they'll tell me. And now I'm ready. They're my little seed that just sprouted and they're mm-hmm. ready to come in. So you do not have to work for everything. A mentality, mm-hmm. you guys, everybody needs to believe is magic and miracles happen all the time. Not everything can be explained with math. Like even when people are manifesting money, money doesn't have to come through your business. Your grandma could send you money. You can get a discount right now. That's money. All of a sudden you get a reimbursement for something. That's money. I'm open to like magic and miracles come through anywhere at any time. And I'm open and I'm an excellent receiver. And I know that if I have goals, I know the actions I have to do it. So I do it three, two, one. And the rest of the day, I'm in feminine energy being like, I trust that what I just put out there is growing in aligned timing, just like people. You can't tell people when they're going to buy. Some people need to watch you for a year. I've had people tell me they watch me for two. I have had people that's like, I seen one video and I bought from you. Mm. What, how can you explain that? That's yeah. just like universe is like, you're growing your power. I'm sending you more people. And I kind mm. of live my life like this now. I like kind of like the Truman Show as a mentor. And this, if you're a mentor or coach, live your life like this, knowing that universe is watching you. So how do you lead yourself? Because I'm a big believer. The more you lead yourself powerfully, like as if someone's watching you, the universe is like, I trust to send you people. Cause how is it fair to send me people to where I'm saying I'm something that I'm not really. And that's, mm-hmm. the issue. this is why even in coaching or in entrepreneurship, you've got to embody the things you mm-hmm. teach. Cause you could have the best sales content, the best branding. And I, I've worked with people that are like, I've done the best stuff and nothing's working. And I read their sales post and I'm like, that's amazing. Why isn't it connecting? It's like, there's an energetic like block protecting them being the gods like you're not who you say you are you show up differently on camera but you're behind the scenes you're not that you don't actually embody at work so 
if anybody's triggered, listen to this. If you're doing all the things and your copy's amazing and it's not happening, where are you not leading yourself? If I was a fly on the wall, what would I see in your house? Mm-hmm. That's like a next level. That's like a reality check for a lot of people, right? It is, but it is. But like, think about it. Do you think really Oprah, Tony Robbins would have all these people and have all that money if they weren't who they say they were? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Of course. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh, it was such a lovely conversation. I, I learned so much from you, and uh, I'm so excited for this to to go out and to to everyone else to listen to this episode. Again, it was such an honor to have you, and I cannot wait to like personally meet you in one of your programs. I'm just like I'm sold. I'm sold. I just want to learn more from you. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. It was lovely thank to you. meet you. Right. I love you. Thank you for the opportunity. Love you too. See you on the interwebs. (laughs) (laughs) See you, see you, see you.